Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. And welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I am thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I'm always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And I got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that. And I'm excited to pick his brain for your benefit today. And as most of you know, I only bring folks aboard who I feel like I can absolutely learn something from. So... I will be taking as many, if not more notes than you are today. So for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs or through Powerful Words Character Development, All-Star Cheer Sites, or the Jason's Army Mastermind Group, you know how much I focus on mental strength, right? Well, this show is going to help us to develop just that. So today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be a super hot and super important topic, as well as a fun way to deliver it. So strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. We only get one ride on this merry-go-round, and uh, we want to make sure it's one hell of a ride, right? Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your significant other, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss a second of it. So, before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest today. Matt Fitzgerald is an acclaimed endurance sports coach, nutritionist, and author. His many books include Racing Weight, 80-20 running, and how bad do you want it? Matt's writing also appears regularly in magazines and on websites such as Women's Running and Competitor.com. Since 2001, his training plans have helped thousands of athletes of all experience and ability levels achieve their goals, and he currently serves as a coach for BSX Athletics and Team Iron Cowboy. Certified by the International Society of Sports Medicine, or Certified by the International Society of Sports Nutrition, Matt has consulted for numerous sports nutrition companies and he's the creator of the Diet Quality Score, DQS, smartphone app. A lifelong athlete, he speaks frequently events throughout the United States and internationally. Matt, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you here today. Thrilled to be with you. Awesome, awesome. So before we get started, for those who haven't yet had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak or reading your books yet... Take a second, share your story with our listeners. What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Matt Fitzgerald? Uh, Matt Fitzgerald is very much a chip off uh, his old man's block. Uh, so growing up, um, my when, when I was growing up in New Hampshire, my father ran marathons. So I just thought this is we're, we're going back to the mid '80s now, um, and so I just thought that was a normal normal thing to do. And my, fa- my father, being my father, I looked up to him and, and wanted to emulate him. And my father is also a writer, um, and I developed a passion for, for writing at a very early age, too. But I've kind of been on one track uh, my, my whole life. Um, never uh, didn't necessarily anticipate putting the, my passion for endurance sports together with uh, my love of writing, but that's how it worked out. Uh, so for uh, 
more than 20 years now, I've been writing about endurance sports and also coaching and helping athletes with their nutrition as well. That's fabulous. So what, obviously, uh, running, what, what other, uh, what other athletics, um, have you, have you been involved in? Yeah. So as a kid, you know, I did the whole grab bag, but anything with a ball was a, a non-starter for me. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't have the coordination, but I never got tired, you know? So I actually, uh, I blew out a knee when I was 14 playing soccer and that was really, really a blessing in disguise because, uh, from that point on, I was kind of channeled into, uh, the running, um, and uh, as an adult, I branched out from that into other endurance disciplines, triathlon and cycling, mountain biking. Uh, but it's all, you know, all that painful, you know, long endurance stuff that that's my bailiwick. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So what inspired you to write this book? Well, you know, all along, ever since I, I ran my first uh, like one mile race as a fifth grader, uh, at field day at Oyster River Elementary School, um, it was obvious to me that um, although, you know, like all sports, uh, you know, long distance running is, is highly physical. To me, the essence of success was um, meeting and mastering the mental challenge. You know, anyone who's ever run a mile um, or, or done anything like that, you know, had run bleachers at football practice or whatever, you know, you know, that it's, it's painful. You know, it's, uh, it, you know, you don't want to be doing it, and yet, <laughs> yet you have to see it through. Otherwise, you're a quitter. So it's like, how do you, how do you master that challenge? And of course, you know there are various levels of mastery. You can sort of everything from quitting uh, to you know really being sort of the mentally fittest athlete on the starting line. And that that has been endlessly fascinating to me. So I've tried to learn from scientists, from other athletes, from my own experience, you know, how to develop uh, the mental fitness that's required to excel in endurance sports. It makes a lot of sense. So, you know, your book features an unusual mix of science and storytelling. You know, what, what made you choose that approach versus just making it a, uh, I guess, a science textbook, so to speak? Right. Yeah, so really sort of the occasion, to get back to your previous question, the occasion for writing this book was uh, the emergence of this new model uh, called the, the Psychobiological Model of Endurance Performance. And it's a mouthful, but it's a pretty simple concept. The, the model's based on the idea that although athletes have physical limits, obviously, we never actually encounter those limits in, in training or competition because before we get to that point, we, we encounter a psychological limit first. So what happens is we always, we always sort of tap out our tolerance for suffering before our physical cap capacity is fully tapped out. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of athletes who think of themselves as mentally tough, they don't want to believe that's true. <laughs> but there's, you know, some pretty good uh, uh, research demonstrating that it really is uh, true. So um, it's a it's a it's a powerful sort of game changing new perspective on um, you know limitations and uh, and performance and endurance sports. Uh, but it is, you know, it's brain science. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I didn't want to make readers' eyes glaze over in the effort to explain this science and its practical. Uh, implications. So I chose um, sort of a narrative-based approach where uh, in the dozen chapters of the book, I, in each one, I, I talk about a real-world example of a great athlete who encountered some sort of major setback or mental challenge and had to overcome it. And in the process of telling that story and how, how the athlete you know, got over that obstacle, I, I sort of 
It's sort of like, you know, sneaking spinach into um, a casserole that, that, that to get your kids to eat it, <laughs> not realize that they're eating vegetables. So kind of a Trojan horse where the science is woven in there. So you learn the science, but even if you, you know, failed chemistry in high school, you can still understand it. That makes a lot of sense. What, what have you found in your experience? Because um, I'm, I'm just digging back to my own my, my own history here, and I'm, I'm curious how, how far it relates. So in your experience, what would you say are probably the top two um, mental, mental blocks, I guess, that athletes face? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of them is um, the... the the common choking effect. It's interesting in, in my research for this book, I, I tried to learn like what the official psychological term for choking is. And it's in fact choking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it too. And choking, interesting, interestingly enough, you know, you think of it as being underperformance caused by perceived pressure. And that's true enough, but actually the mechanism is hyper self-consciousness. So when you get into a situation where you feel the need to perform and you feel the pressure of, of, of that obligation, what it, what it does is it causes you to pay too much attention to what's going on inside your body, what's going on inside your head, and things that you normally are able to do automatically, you have to labor over. And that's what actually causes you to underperform. So the way to overcome choking is to learn to, to turn your attention back outward, away from yourself and onto the task at hand. So, you know, the opposite of choking is that flow state where you sort of become the thing that you're doing and you, your self-awareness kind of disappears um, and, and you know, you're just completely immersed in your activity and, and whatever goal-directed pursuit uh, you're undertaking. So, so that's, that's one. I love that. That's, yep. I mean, and obviously everybody, whether, whether you're looking at this purely from a, uh, from an athlete's perspective or, or even as a business owner, um, we've all, we've all faced that choking, um, that choking time <laughs> in our career. Yep. So, oh, yeah. um, I think getting through that and actually making it not about yourself is brilliant. I love that. Yep. What would you say is the, uh, the, the next one that you, you see a lot of folks dealing with? Yeah, another one. It's it's similar uh, but different. So it's um, it, it's sort of anxiety. So you know, choking occurs in the moment, and of course, anxiety uh, occurs you know b before you enter that that situation where you have to perform. Um, and you know, an anxiety uh, can set you up for failure. So you sort of fail before you've even gotten out of the gate. Um, and uh, a, a great way to overcome that. Um, you know, a lot, what, a, what a lot of athletes try to do is when, when they know they're going to face a big challenge, there's sort of two ways, two sort of mindsets you can use to approach a, a big challenge that's ahead of you. One is sort of like denial, <laughs> where you know, you're going to the dentist for a root canal, and, you, and you've had one before, and it was painful, but you tell yourself, I sure hope this doesn't hurt. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's actually, you know, and there's research showing this, that you actually – You'll, you'll actually perceive more pain if you try to tell yourself that it's not going to hurt when you really know that it's going to. Whereas the opposite mindset, which works a lot better, is one of acceptance, where you just, you just go ahead and say, you know what, I know this is going to hurt because I've been there before, but I accept it. You know, I'm, I'm up to the challenge and, and I'll get through it. So that works with pain tolerance. It, terms, it works in terms of uh, 
what's called perceived effort, which is really why running a mile is unpleasant. It, it, you know, the essence of it is this perception of effort. And if you go into a race, this race could be the hardest race of my life. It sounds a lot like pessimism, but it's not. Because you're saying, I can achieve my goal, I know I'm ready, but it's going to be a dogfight, and I'm prepared for that. Um, so I, I call this mental coping skill bracing yourself, where you just you don't try to fool yourself that it's that it's going to be a cakewalk. You go ahead and accept this is going to be hard, you know, and uh, but uh, but I'm ready for it and I, I embrace the challenge ahead of me. Wow, I didn't realize the uh, the whole perception of you know of what anxiety would actually do to it, but that's uh, it, it does make a lot of sense. So, how is the psychology, you know? from your perspective, of endurance sports different from that of any other sports? In, in endurance sports, um, it is really all about perception of effort. Um, it's just, in a sense, it's almost like um, just being, uh, you know, uh, running a marathon is a bit like just sitting on a radiator that starts off cool and is gradually warmed and warmed and gets hotter and hotter, and sort of the last person to jump off <laughs> is the winner. There's really, there's really almost nothing going on, and that's why these sports aren't really popular um, spectator sports because there's nothing really happening. It's just, it, and when you participate, it's just you alone with your suffering, and you know how much, how much can you take? Um, whereas in other sports, you have there's just a lot more variety of stimulus. Like you know, take basketball. You've got You've got the ball, you've got your teammates, you've got your opponents, multiple positions, strategies, you know, called plays, set plays, all that stuff. There's just a lot more going on. Uh, most other sports, frankly, are a lot more fun. So, you know, endurance sports tend to be an acquired taste. But it's but that's that's sort of what I like about them. It's just the purity of, of the challenge. And, and that's why, you know, I think the mental side is important in every sport. But it's there's probably no other type of sport in which it's more important. Do you consider the, uh, and this is kind of off topic slightly, do you consider the, uh, all the new, you know, the mud runs, the, the Spartan races, would, would those fall under the, uh, the endurance sport moniker? Yeah, they, they definitely do. You know, they, again, again I, I see why you asked that question because they do have a little bit more variety um, in them. But still, if you do any of those races, you know, you – Perception of effort is your enemy. Um, you know, if you get, you know, halfway, three-quarters of the way through one of those races, you know, you're sucking wind, your legs are burning, you want it to be over with. So even though you've got distractions like obstacles and mud, and, and even in some of them you do have teammates, um, still, you know, in order to have success in those types of events, you still have to have a, a strong uh, mental game and a very high tolerance for perception of effort. That makes sense. That makes sense. So tell me this, for, for anybody who's a non-athlete, and I'm sure there are some listening to this podcast today, um, what lessons can they, can, can they glean from reading your book? You know, there's that expression, life is a marathon. Um, <laughs> everyone's heard it. And, there, you know, usually people say that when they mean to say, you know, life is long. Uh, but life is a marathon in, in another sense, too, where um, you kind of have to pace yourself. You know, you, you can't really achieve most important goals in life tomorrow or, or right away. Um, you know, endurance sports are all about, you know, deferred gratification where, you know, it, it's <laughs> it's all misery because some people wonder, why do you even do it? <laughs> are you masochists? But we're not masochists. There is a there's a there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow when when you. When you get, you know, 20 miles into a marathon and you want so badly to quit and, and you don't and you, you make it to the finish line, 
you know, you walk away with, with something you've earned that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. Just a self-respect that you can't really get in, in, in any other way. Um, and life is very much like that as well. Um, you know, if you, if you've always got to have it now, um, you, you're not going to achieve a lot of success, uh, you know, in business relationships or, or whatever. So just the ability to know, you know, what you really want, you know, what, what the best you really wants most and be able to just, you know, break, break the progress, break the journey down into bite-sized chunks and take, you know, take one step forward every day. Um, and you know, ne- never miss a day. And you know, when you get knocked down, get back up. Um, you know, patience, determination, resilience—all those things apply both inside and outside of endurance sports. Great answer. I love that. So it is time for our resource of the week. So tell me this: How can I, my listeners, find out more about you? Where can they grab your book? Um, and really, you know, how can they plug into you? Yeah, so the uh, the hub for all things Matt Fitzgerald is my website, which is uh, mattfitzgerald.org. Uh, you can find out more about this book, the one we've been talking about, other books, and, and various other things I'm up to. Fabulous. So www.mattfitzgerald.org. That's it. Fabulous. And, you know, obviously we're talking about how bad do you want it, right? The psychology of mind over muscle. That's it. Yeah, folks, you know, go ahead and grab that. And obviously the uh, the new mobile app and everything is out there. So head on over to uh, mattfitzgerald.org and uh, check it out. There's a ton of great resources up there waiting for you. All right. So, Matt, I always like to uh, end my podcast with, you know, what I consider to be a an important and telling question. So if you could give my listeners just one solid piece of advice to either – help their business or help them live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? Um, I would say, you know, do it your way. Um, you know, there, there, there's sort of a, a formula for success that does apply to everyone, but everyone's also in a unique situation. They have a unique combination of strengths and, and weaknesses. In my book, I talk about examples of, of athletes who had the quote-unquote wrong body for their sport but still managed to succeed anyway, often by developing kind of a unique technique. And that's another one that really applies in, in the business world as well. You know, don't be paralyzed with fear if you look at, you know, your competition and say, well, you know, they've got this and I don't. Um, you still have a recipe that you can use uh, to achieve success in business. So give yourself permission to do it your way uh, and kind of carve out your own trail to success. I love it. I love it. I love it. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how crazy your schedule is. So it means the world to me that you'd actually take some of your time and share some of your wisdom with me and my listeners. Really enjoyed it, Jason. Folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.